Welcome to Prove It Show, the goods and greats of Prove It All Night. This podcast is a little Nuggets compilation compiling great moments featured on the weekly Prove It All Night radio show, which happens every Saturday night from 9 to midnight Eastern Standard Time, only on WFMU.org. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Here tonight to bring out my information cards that I'll use for the rest of the night is the front woman of popular new wave punk rock band Blondie. Surprise guest, yes. Put your hands together for Debbie Harry of Blondie, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Debbie, tell us, uh, how are you? I'm good, Pat. Great. Thanks for thanks for coming down here. Uh, it uh it says here you're you're originally from Hawthorne, New Jersey. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. That's uh what is that like 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 about an hour north of here or something like that? I'm just curious. Uh, have you done the drive from Hawthorne to Jersey City? How how would you get there? Fat Five Freddy told me best way to drive. Google Maps, I said my my. Turnpike's hot and turnpike's cool. Jersey's old and Jersey's new. When you don't stop, sure shot. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Debbie. I just, uh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to need you to be a little bit more specific because I, I, I had no idea direction-wise what you were talking about. Uh, can you just be a little more specific? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write it down this time. So... You go out to the parking lot And you get in your car and you drive real far And you drive all night until you see the light And you make a right at the McDonald's Oh, I know that And then I know that. Okay. you get there It's on the north side Sure shot Debbie Harry, everybody! Thanks, Pat Bringing out my info cards Call me I will, I'll call you Don't leave me hanging on the telephone I, I got it, I won't leave you hanging Heart of Glass Yeah, that's another one of your songs iTunes Okay, yeah, we'll all download it, okay There's your plug, we got it Debbie Harry, everybody Oh my goodness, so much show to go We just have so much things to do tonight So, uh, I just gotta bring something up, Neil Uh I, cor- I, of course, earned a Dixie Cup uh, at the last show yeah. from Tom Sharpling, mm-hmm. and uh, that's been keeping me, uh, keeping me quenched. But uh, what is this? I-, I saw this was next to me. Is this for me? Well, yeah. We all pitched in and got you something special. Oh, my goodness. That is actually the mug of the late, great... Don Pardo. It is not. Absolutely. It true. is not. SNL's Don Pardo? The very one. Oh, he's a hero to me, Neil. He should be. I, I should point out, for those people who don't know, I have, I have yet to earn a mug. We've been doing this our number six show we've yeah, done. Six. I haven't earned a mug yet, uh, but are you telling me this is Don Pardo? Pat! Pat! Oh, my God. Did you guys hear that? Pat! Where's that it's coming from? It's me, Pat. It's Don Pardo. Oh my God, it's Don Pardo. Where, where's that? Where's that coming I'm from? I'm a ghost now. I'm trapped in this mug. It's the mug. Wait, are are you? How did you end up in this mug? It was Lorne Michaels. He used his dark Canadian arts to bind my spirit to this mug. Dark Canadian arts. 
How else do you think he financed a night at the Roxbury? It's a fair point. No, no, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, but but why? Why would why would he do this to you? Because he wanted to keep me announcing Saturday Night Live forever. Lauren was planning to move my spirit into a new host body. Host body. The body of Joe Piscopo. Featuring the vocal charisma of yours truly, Don Pardo. I got you, I got you. Okay, wait, but but Don, uh, Joe Piscopo, he's still alive. Or so it would seem. <laughs> Joe Piscopo is already a tan, leathery, empty shell. His skin is highly reflective. Uh... Okay, well, uh, how did you get here, though? The mug got mixed up and sat on the wrong shelf at the NBC store. I was collecting dust between Matt Lauer bobbleheads and foam hands from The Slap. And now your cheapskate friend bought me by mistake. Neil? What? It worked out, didn't it? Pat! You must free me! I'm tired of suffering through lousy sketch comedy. Okay, point taken. Point taken. No need to elaborate. Uh, but how, how can I free you, Don? Free me by smashing this mug. But I just earned this mug. I don't have Pat! A... Pat! Okay. Release me and let me move on to the afterlife of voiceover greats. Featuring Casey Kasem, Wolfman Jack, and the guy who used to say in a world in the movie trailers. Oh, I like that guy. He's good. Well, I'm sorry, Neil, but it looks like I'm going to have to break this mug you got me. I don't particularly care. In fact, I'm, I'm going to go out back and have a smoke. You don't need me to the third act anyway. Okay, okay, Mr. Pardo, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to break the mug. I'm going to release your spirit. But I, um, well, I, I just maybe had one, one tiny little favor, uh, if you don't mind. Fine, but get your cell phone ready because I'm only doing this once. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, okay, I'm ready. Go ahead. It's Saturday Night Live with... Orson Welles, Marilyn Monroe, Joey Ramone, John Wilkes Booth, (laughs) featuring Laura Palmer, Mother Teresa, John Lovitz, a cartoon by Salvador Dali. It's weird and no one's going to get it. I could picture that. Musical guest. The band from the Titanic! And now, here's your host, Pat Byrne! (laughs) (sighs) Well, unbelievable. But, had to be done. Oh, Neil, you're already back. Door's locked. Did I miss anything? 
Yeah, you missed something. I released Don Pardo's tortured soul that was trapped inside a mug. He was a ghost. And he recorded a, a really sweet SNL intro into my phone. Are, are you even listening? Nope, just found the key. Colin Hagendorf, everybody. Hagendorf. Thank you. Which way is it? Thank you. Hagendorf? Hagendorf. Hagendorf. Have you done a, a talk show yet since your book came out? Never done a talk show before in my life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, first one. No, this is the first one ever. Now, you're eating a slice. You're, the name of your memoir is Slice Harvester, is that correct? That's right. Uh, why is it called that? Well, it's called that because I ate a bunch of pizza. Where? In the island of Manhattan. That's right. A for, far away place. For one year or longer than that? Two and a half. For two and a half years... This guy went to every single pizza place in the borough of Manhattan, New York, New York City. Is Pat, that this pizza's good. That's a slice from um, Brother Larry and Joe's Pizza in Jersey City. And right. this is a famous grandma slice from Gino's in the Heights. Oh. And I want to see how this pizza compares to uh, that of the Jersey City. People uh, like New that. York City, excuse me. The pizza in New York City's hotter. Fair enough, fair point. Now, this book, it's a memoir, meaning uh -huh. it's not just about, it's not, because I should point out, for two and a half years, you made a self-published zine and a blog called Slice Harvester. Right. And this was where you reviewed every single Manhattan place, every single Manhattan pizza place. A plain slice of pizza at every pizzeria in Manhattan. That's My right. My God. I know. How many a day did you try to go to? I went to like 10 to 12 a week. All right. But, but, but the One book, day a week. That's I would do that all alone? In one day. No, I have brought friends. You were actually featured on a on a on a on a, uh, a radio show here every month uh, on a Distort Jersey City, right? You, you, Infinite Distortion. Infinite Distortion. With DJ Bosch. Yeah. Yes, you had a featurette on that. I still do. I interview punks in pizza places. Part of the WFMU family, punk. ladies and gentlemen. Now, the book itself can't just Thank be you. those Thank reviews because it's called a memoir. Now, right. tell us about that. I don't know. For real though, I quit drinking while I was eating pizza, and that's it's about uh, quitting drinking. That's amazing. How long sober? Uh, it'll be four years, like in two weeks. Four years sober. And now people are serving you, Segway, pizza. How does the pizza compare? Uh, which slice is better? Tell me. Oh, you can't compare the two, but I mean, you, like, wait, I like a grandma slice. I love a grandma slice, but this is really good plain pizza. But they call this a Brooklyn. Is this what... In Jersey, is that weird terminology, or is that a, is that a, a weird grandma slice? I don't know. It's, look, it's a really good grandma slice. I don't actually know anything about pizza. Pizza Suprema, though, has given you so much prop. Um, he, went to, he voted Pizza Suprema on 38th and 8th as the best pizza slice. 30th, th between 30th and 31st on 8th Avenue, right behind New York Penn Station. You walk in there, there's just zines everywhere, all, and, and, and they put on the sign, voted number one. You must have a great relationship there. Free pizza for life? Oh, yeah. Wow. I bet, watch this, you go, excuse me, you go in there and say, hey, I know Colin, and I bet they'll give you free pizza. I hope so. Yeah, try it. I'm going to try that next time. I just started going there because of your writing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what's happening? What's going Ladies on? and gentlemen, welcome to the last annual interview off. Pat Byrne, your time is up. Give it up for Pat Byrne. My time is up. Oh, what's Pat happening? Byrne, what's happening? Leave the stage as we what's prepare for mid-evenings with Jay Miller. Jay Miller and Tim Duffy. Oh my God, okay. okay. Another host is going to interview you. All How right. much time do they have? They have two and a half minutes. Pat Byrne, you are All done. All right, you got to one-up me, buddy. Right, go, go, on, go. Good. What's good? Let's get moving. Come on, what's good, man? What's good? Let's go. What you got? Give it to me. Well, wait, I need my, I need my sidekick. I already don't like this because you're so much Tim taller Duffy. than me. Here we go. Tim Duffy, give How's it up. How's it going, everybody? Good to see you. Great to see you. 
that Tim and I were both from Staten Island. We All have right. a lot of popular places on Staten oh, Island. Danino's, Joe We go between. Deni- are you a Danino's? Which way am I supposed to are look? Are you a Danino's or a Brothers? I am. Uh, I I like the Brothers. I tell you what. I like Marie's. They do a personal and pie. It's like an amazing. Are you interviewing me? What it's between Danino's and Brothers on Staten Island. Right. Uh, Which is your favorite one? I mean Danino's. I would go Danino's. I don't probably. understand how people like the flat crust pizza. I mean, as opposed to what you like a rounded crusted pizza. I like a Brothers pizza. pizza. A Brothers pizza where the dough isn't quite cooked yet. You know, it's a little doughy. That's well, what I like. just your description makes it sound terrible. You're not really doing any favors to the pizza itself. I'm making it sound like an uncooked pizza. Are you going to ask the guest a question? I am. Why are you getting on me for it? I just feel like you're not really doing the thing that you were supposed to do. It's an interview off, and you're not even interviewing the guest. You're just talking to I'm me. I'm right here. You're just... <laughs> this, right, is the, this is I'm the problem right with the show. You're just too Hold much on. in your com- comfort zone. You just kind of like sorry, let I it flop. I find it a little weird that you're like saying that to me. I've just brought you up. Like I brought you here for this. I know, and I'm wondering why I'm even here, honestly. It just seems like it seems like you're not really putting yourself on the line. You're just I putting me up here. I wanted you to be a part of this. And that's yeah, I think I you want you me to here. be a part of your failures is the reason that I'm even involved with the show. <laughs> That seems to be the thing. That is not the thing. No, I think I wanted. I know I host the show, but you're my. You're a sinking ship, and you want me on the sinking ship. I get what you're doing, and I don't like it. Honestly, you're being really disrespectful to our guest right now. This is nothing about a sinking ship. I was trying to have. It's about our guest. He wrote a book about pizza. City. He wrote a book about pizza. How much time we have left? I don't know, man. That's it. That's our. Thank you. Tim Duffy. Who's next? Mid-evenings. Coming up next, from Running Late with Scott Rogowski. Come on. Scott Rogowski. Let me get another one. All right, what you got for me? Thanks for being here. It's my pleasure, Scott. So what was harder? What was harder, getting sober or stomaching a slice from Sbarro? Oh. (laughs) Eating bad pizza is way, way more difficult than quitting drinking. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. And you found love while you were... On your harvest quest, is that true? Let's you... talk about something else. Let's talk about something. Is that a recent breakup? Let's just move on. I think we want to dig into this a little bit. Oh yeah. Is Becca here? What do you think you're gonna find? No, Becca's my girlfriend. She's, She's your girlfriend. She's watching right now. She's your girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever incorporated pizza into the bedroom fun? <laughs> no, we're into canning, can play. Can play? <laughs> yeah. I have to. I have to urban dictionary this. Can play? Is that like cosplay? What no, is it's that? like. <laughs> Sorry, I got a mouthful of food. Does she do your nails, by the way? No, Does I she... do my own nails. Oh. It's like regular sex, but with hands also. I think we're all on board with that. With cans also. You ever run into any uh, white slice supremacists? <laughs> No, we stomped those out in the in the eighties. In the eighties, yeah. yeah. The, the Skokie rally, yeah. ARA came through and ran them all out of town. Now, I'm a big pizza fan. I've noticed a widening gulf in the pizza equality. I feel like it's mimicking our own economy. There's the low end slices, the dollar slices, right? And the high end, the artichokes, the four dollars, five dollar slices. There's no middle class pizza anymore. Where did that should go? Where did it go? Do you have any opinion on that? Any theory? What do I look like? A do man who's like eating a lot of pizza. I don't. I just ate some pizza, man. Do you like the artichoke slice? Do you like the high end? Nah, nah. Not into it. Not into it. Nah. Well, I think, I think I'm done. Okay. All right. All right.
Scott Rayowski, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, from Ponderdome 3000, Joe Firestone. Come on, come on, come on. What's good? How you doing? No, how are you doing? I'm doing real good. Thank you for asking. No, let me tell you something. Okay, tell me. Your attitude is not going to intimidate me. You know what? I respect that. No, I I've seen people with earrings before. <laughs> I know your drill. Your boots, they're strong. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Take this filthy plate. Okay. That you've just put food debris on. Now, I want you to take this marker, take this plate, and right. draw the face that you really feel. Okay. I got you. I don't even, this doesn't even look appealing. Was this a donut? Look at this. This looks like a donut. <laughs> Jesus, what's going on now? That's what I thought. Yep. Yep. A lot of lines. Every line a story. Don't make it a cat. <laughs> now, come on. Now, I asked you a question. What have you, what have you done? You made it... Now this is, is it a fish now? <laughs> I asked you to express yourself and you've made it into some kind of jungle animal. I d <sighs> How are you all doing? <laughs> Good. Oh, this is wonderful. What a, what a great experience. Now, do you all like pizza? <laughs> What's this? Is this some kind of merfolk? <laughs> the hell is this just get a zoom in on the trash he's given me this is garbage this is garbage what you've done and let's put this little earring on it now it's really him look at this Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Coming up now from the goddamn Dave Hill Show, Dave Hill. What's good, man? You can really shred. Excuse me. You can really shred. Oh, thank you. I saw you rock that guitar. Thank you. Thank I'm you. a little bit resentful. Thank you. I always wanted to shred like that, and I, I can't. You can. You can. It makes me right. mad. It won't happen. Um, how do I pronounce your last name? Hagendorf. Hagendorf? Hagendorf. And w what is your first name? <laughs> Colin. Okay, what now, my question, Colin. What uh -huh. does Colin Hagendorf do for Colin Hagendorf? <laughs> Guys, if you could come in with a little... <laughs> Cute, yeah. Don't go really like... No, c come on. Lay it down. Have some respect for the man. Thank you. No, 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 come on. Co Colin, you can direct the band too if you like. You guys, I want something smooth. Uh-huh, but with a little bit of a kick to it, you know? 
That, that's what this was. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now what Colin Hagendorf does, for Colin Hagendorf, that's manicures. A little less Bleecker Street, guys. Bring it down and on. That's massage. A massage? That's naps. Where do you get the massage? I go all over the place. Mostly nail salons. Do you get a, you get a, a, a massage in a nail salon? Is that off the menu? <laughs> Not the you wait, do you go? Oh, wow, you really do go to a nail salon. I was gonna say I respect a man with, uh, and, yet, and yet I don't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's great for you. I, not, right. It's, uh, that's, we make our own choices, and here we are. What are you trying to say to me, Dave? I'm saying it's great. I don't know. It doesn't sound like that's what you're saying. No, you know I am, though. I you don't know. know. How do I know? I just met you. Yeah, but we hit the ground running. <laughs> I think you know we did. Fair enough. You know we did. I do. Um, wait, so you, when you're getting the nails done, then you're like, hey... Why don't we see what's going on uh, in the back? No, let's see, let's, why don't we head up, see if you can find my color in the back and I'll, I'll make you the happiest girl alive. Is that it or no? I prefer to get a massage from a man. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Hill, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Thank and you. now... Rounding us out from the new hit show, Kelsey Lately, Kelsey Grammer! Kelsey! First off, I want to say Brett Davis did not show, so I took his spot in the interview segment. Second of all, I am not going to dedicate any more of this stage time to this man who wrote a memoir of sloth. <laughs> Instead, I have two things I want to speak about. Number one, in the next 13 months, you people will have the opportunity to make America great again. And I promise you, this country is falling apart. But if you elect a man who knows how to do business, then business will get done. And secondly, may I cue the band to play the opening, uh, the title theme for HMS Pinafore. <laughs> and he sells the ocean blue of a saucy ships of duty. No, you're not playing it right, just let me do it. And he sells the ocean blue on the salty ships of duty. They are sober men and true and attentive to our dear. You know, you people aren't worth the time. You're a, you're, you're a, you're a cretin, and I, I don't think you deserve any more attention, and, and this award show is a sham. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please give a big hand to all the interviewers you've seen here tonight. If you interviewed just now, please come on up here and the award. Ladies and gentlemen, Pat Byrne, Joe Firestone, Scott Rogowski, Jay Miller, and Tim Duffy. Dave Hill, is Dave Hill still here? He's just too shy. 
Kelsey Grammer, I don't know. He might see... Oh. Dave Hill, if you happen to be here, if you can make your way to the stage, we'd appreciate it. But uh, with... Colin. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, no, no, Dave. <laughs> no, no. We appreciate it, Dave, but if you could just go in the background oh. yet, we're not finished. Colin, have you, have you been thinking in your head about who you thought the best interviewer was? You don't have to say it right now. But have you, have you begun to process it? I've, I've been considering. Okay, do you, think, do you think you could maybe do a top three or at least a runner-up? They're all losers. Every single one. Did of them. one lose the least? I'm gonna give this mug. Oh, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, the late night award for best interviewer, Colin. I'm gonna keep it. Ah. Uh. <laughs> None of you guys deserve this. I like this mug. I said to Pat, you know, I get nothing for coming on this show. I get nothing. They didn't even pay my path fare. I'm gonna keep this mug. Hey, we didn't pay it yet. All right. All right, thanks, Pat. Colin Hagendorf. I came out of the bathroom for that. Three years of live shows, all culminating into the karaoke all night. Fiasco, next Saturday night, Montgomery Hall. No advance tickets, just show up and support the station. As per usual, it is a WFMU benefit show, so your money goes into supporting this, what you're hearing, all the programming, all the streaming, everything you love. $10 suggested donation, or $5 will just get you in and get you a... Uh, actually, we're not doing seats. It's standing room only next week, so do check that out. And I have... A celebrity guest on the phone who has been a wonderful reoccurring guest throughout the show's history and I want to go to her right now so please help me welcome the lovely the talented the hilarious Maeve Higgins hello Maeve hi how are you I'm really good I I didn't like recognize your voice exactly because I think I've been listening to a lot of podcasts for like sped up by two. Like, oh, you, know, you can speed up. Do you do the? Um, it's like one one and a half speed. It's like not quite two. It's like one and a half, right? It's like a little, yeah, a little bit faster. Exactly. So when I hear people speaking at like normal speed, like one speed, uh-huh. I'm like, what's wrong with their voices? <laughs> Are they having a stroke? <laughs> yeah. No, not yet. But um, I do smell burnt toast, though. But. Anyway, <laughs> how have you been, Maeve? <laughs> really good. I mean, I'm not great at the heat of the summertime, right. but um, I've just been staying inside. That's good. AC. Yeah, like a vampire, oh. and just taking vitamin D tablets to like compensate for the um, That's for smart. staying inside all the time. <laughs> That's pretty smart, though. I do appreciate <laughs> that. Um, so. Well, speaking of podcasts, you you have one now yourself. You mm-hmm. are you are a podcastee, and it is called Mave in America. 
Is that correct? Yeah. Wait, isn't it a podcaster? Podcaster, sure. I guess the podcastee <laughs> would be who you're who you have on as a guest, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've been that too many times. Sure. Because every comedian has a podcast. Right. It's it's the law. They actually um <laughs> it was one of the final uh exec orders under Obama. So <laughs> But in a few months, that'll be out the window. So. This is the future liberals want. Every comedian with a podcast. It is I mean, that is kind of a nightmare. <laughs> it is a nightmare, but it's our nightmare. It's our nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sometimes I actually like run out of podcasts to listen to, so I shouldn't complain about like how many there are. Well, funny you should mention it, because now we podcast this radio show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's That's called cool. Prove It Show in iTunes. That's yep. All. That's all. And then I can speed you up to like absolutely whatever speed. You can make me completely inaudible. That's right. <laughs> it's your choice. <laughs> Just be like the jumbled words, like a thirty-second long jumbled version. But your Average. but your podcast is is specific and it is great and it is tackling immigration and kind of opening that up to people who may not know a lot, and you yourself came to this country as an, immig- as an immigrant, and you talked to a lot of other people who did the same in their stories, and it's a really interesting podcast. You've been doing that for a little over a year now, right? Or almost Thank a year. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, like, so many people to talk to. Obviously, we've just done two seasons, so I have, like, tons of people, like, you know when you start something, and you're like, oh, I had my dream list, of immigrants that I wanted to interview mm-hmm. and and now there's just more and more I think because um, well I live in New York 60% I actually need to check this path but either 40 or 60% of people who live in New York City are um, were not born in America so they're immigrants that's right I wish I knew if it was 60 or 40% I should definitely know that I would I would wager it's sixty. I think that's that seems about right. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so yeah, I have like eleven million people left to talk to. <laughs> um, for those for those folks who don't know, who are some of the guests you've had on uh, in this in this first year of the, sh- of the podcast? Well, I've had like um, Danelle Danelle Padilla Peralta, mm-hmm. who is a teacher at Princeton there in New Jersey, and. He um, moved here from the Dominican Republic when he was four. Like, so his parents brought him here. He obviously didn't, like, fly, make the move on his own. And his parents brought him um, to, I think, New York. He started off in New York. And then um, he, you know, his visa status ran out. And so he became undocumented, which is a very, um, like, a very understandable thing that happens to kids because, like, you don't even know that you don't have papers. Like, you're just, like, going to school and doing your thing. And then often it's not until you're a teenager that you are you kind of, like, put all the pieces together that, like, maybe you or your whole family does not have papers. Anyway, so um, I talked to him about, like, his journey. And um, he managed to, like, he actually went to Princeton as, as a college student and then he um, studied abroad, and then he came back, and then he got married. But throughout all of this, he never had he never had papers. Um, 
he was he was like one of my favorite guests, and he's very funny and very clever. Um, and they've had people like from all over the world, from Guinea, from um, like, well, why don't you name a country and I'll tell you if I've had a person on from that country? France. No. <laughs> um, wow, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> but you know who I really want to have on the show? Um, Who's an amazing person who also happens to be an immigrant is French Montana. Even uh, though he's not a, he's not French. He's um, where's he from? You know, do you know who I'm talking about? The rapper. I think so. He's super famous, Pat. I know he's not like your style of music. Well, but, um, I, I, hey, I like it all. I like it all. I really he, do. Almost all. You, do, I you like, like trap music? Do you like trap music? He's a trap. Trap music. Oh, I thought you said rap music. The trap? No, I do like rap. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. You know, I, I don't want to go into anything that seems like a risk. So if it's, if the name of the music is trap, I'm probably hesitant. Right. And, you know. I mean, it's quite like rap, I guess. But he's mm-hmm. Moroccan, and he moved to the South Bronx when he was thirteen. That's cool. And he didn't speak a word of English. Like he spoke Arabic. He spoke French. Wow. But he didn't speak. And now he's like um. You know, one of the world's biggest, uh, like, pop stars. Wow. Yeah. So I'd love to get him on the show, but um, I don't know how I could, like, convince him to be on the show. Well, do you want us to help make a, a campaign where we could maybe yes. get him? <laughs> if we can help out another show through this show, that would be a goal. That's my goal. And then I could help you get your dream guest. Who's your dream guest for your show? Oh, man. Um We've always wanted to get David Byrne on because of my last name is Byrne. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason that you want to talk to him? <laughs> that's pretty much it. I, I want to see if... Um, well, see, here's the thing, because I have an uncle named David Byrne, and I kind of want to have him on the uh, phone and introduce them <laughs> to each other. That's one idea. What's your uncle? What does he do? I hope he's not like a composer, too, because that would be too much. He's not, but he is a, he's, a te- he's a professor... At a, mm-hmm. at a university in Texas, and he is a stone fruit breeder. He actually <laughs> he actually wrote the book on stone fruit breeding, like peaches and and uh, plums and different fruits that have pits in them, you know. Or st- wow! Yeah. Oh my god! So David, Bur- I wonder if Dave, if you know the the famous David Byrne is a little bit jealous that that he didn't write that book. I'm sure he is, because I've seen his book on music, and I'm like, this is as thorough as my uncle's book, who's a <laughs> professor in Texas. But, but and I... And is he, is he a professor of stone fruit, or is that, like, just his side... Agriculture, thing? yeah. He he also breeds roses, different different um, strains of roses. He's a, he's a rose and stone fruit breeder. His name's David Byrne. We've actually had him on the show. One of the clips, you know, I've been... I've been I'm, I'm airing... Uh, uh-huh. A bunch of clips tonight because we're we're on the eve of our third year anniversary, which is crazy. Cool. So I'm 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 taking a little look back. One of the clips I'm going to air later is the moment where we brought him on the live show, and I I surprised the audience. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, David mm-hmm. Byrne. David Byrne is here, and the band played Talking <laughs> Heads, and up walks my uncle, and he's just some guy. Oh. <laughs> and it was a moment. I mean, hey, I liked that. But anyways. <laughs> Um, but you know, he just sounds like he must smell so delicious, like because he must just smell like peaches Ro- and roses. I know, right? It's he's every woman's dream, <laughs> as far as the smells go. 
Oh, and he's a professor. That's cool. It is cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a cool uncle on my dad's side. But I will say this: on my mom's side, my mom is an immigrant. So I am the son of an immigrant. I didn't know that. Yeah. Does that make me eligible for a podcast guest? You know, good question. What if I, I bring mean, her? What so that bring? would mean you're like half first generation? I'm half first generation, exactly. I'm American mutt is what I like to say. <laughs> um, where did she come from? Italy? No, she came from Spain, from like um, oh. that region right above Portugal called Galicia. Where they, yeah. where they all speak with that funny accent. And actually, there's a, there's a lot of, like, Celtic influence, too. Like, people playing bagpipes mm-hmm. and stuff. Because it's also close to Ireland, kind of. Like, ships would, ships would go over and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's and people crazy. say, like, the Spanish-Irish. Because there's, like, yes. a lot of Irish people who look quite like you, actually, with the dark hair. That's and the what it is. Skin. Yeah, I'm actually... My name, I know, because you're from Ireland, is a, is a yeah. pretty popular name in Ireland. But I am... I am a fake Pat Byrne because my my dad, uh, his my, his father, my grandfather was adopted, so he got the name Pat oh. Byrne. But I'm not really a Byrne, and we all just were like named after each other. So like my grandfather's uh. name is Pat Byrne, his dad was named Pat Byrne. My you know so like, you know, pay attention, stalkers. If you're if you if you want to grab a pen right now, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is a great time to just. Murder my family. No, so, please don't. Wait, does your mom have a Spanish accent, or did she move here as oh, a child? Oh, she does. No, she does. She definitely does. And she, uh, But she came here at that age where it was like she was 13, so mm. it was tough. But they moved to uh, to Newark, mm-hmm. and I actually tweeted about it this, this past week because um, this was the 50th anniversary of the Newark riots. Yeah. And um, and she, she, you know, they had been here for like three months and that went down and they were like, what? Oh my God. So like, gosh. she was 13, my uncle and my aunt were all like, maybe two, two years underneath her, like three and two years underneath her. Oh. And they were like terrified and they were taking, and it, the, you know, obviously it was in July because it was 50th anniversary this week. So they were yeah. in summer school because they didn't speak the language that well. So... Um, my grandparents were oh. like, you should do the summer school to just like practice English. And, yeah. and there was all these like snipers on roofs and stuff. And they oh were like, God. yeah. And they were like, they were like terrified saying, dad, no, like people, <laughs> like the newspaper, the radio is telling us to stay home. And he's like, he's like, I don't care what they're telling you. You're going to school, you know, in a, in a, in Spanish, of course. In Spanish. Yeah. And, and <laughs> were you going to say in a Spanish accent? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they, so they all huddled together and walked to school. And anyway, this is all, this is all future episode of your podcast. I'll bring my, how about this? I'll just bring my mom on. She Honestly, can, that sounds like such an amazing story. She, she could tell. It did, like her arrival did coincide with this kind of extraordinary moment in America's history. The Newark yeah. riots were deadly. Absolutely. And like, it feels like Newark is still like still got um suffered some of a yes. hangover from that like i've even heard about them even though it was 50 years ago right 1967 so actually i misspoke i think they had been here i said three months but no i think it was more like a year or so now yeah. that i remember yeah so they were here like a little while and then Would you say that like in a way that your mom like brought the trouble with her <laughs> <laughs> because I- yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. I want to say It sounds like that. everything was fine. And then she brought a, a Molotov cocktail, pulled it out of her <laughs> carry-on. And uh, where, are you, where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? Let go of me. These people just came in. No. Um, but In Galicia? Yeah. How would we do? In Galicia. They have the, the, the TH sound. 
And um, did she did she go back? Like, have you ever been there? Oh yeah, no, I went as a kid like a few times. Mm. Uh, I spent a, a couple, not like full summers there, but like a couple weeks there to like cool. learn my heritage and stuff. But yeah, like I I have this name that isn't really me or my heritage really it's like yeah the the thing i can identify with and grab onto is my mom's kind of you know um side because on my dad's side we don't really know too much you know Mm. from his mom my grandmother we know like a little bit uh but yeah with my grandfather it's kind of up in the air Mm -hmm. and i've actually tried to find out um but i i only went so far and kind of hit you know he was a doctor yeah, in you like, know how um, you can do, it seems to be like a lot of my friends here, like in the States, are doing those DNA tests that yeah, tell you, yeah. you know, like the percentages and people find that like really fascinating. But I asked Neil deGrasse Tyson, who, you know, is oh the gosh. Yeah. host of Star Talk, and I work with him sometimes. And he came on my show because I wanted to talk to him about like immigration and like where Americans came from and, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was really, um, like, he really drove home the point that, like, it's kind of arbitrary where you exactly. draw the line, yeah. you know, about where you come from, because... I completely agree. You know, everyone obviously started in Africa, and then he, I was like, okay, but, like, I know that I'm Irish, and, like, for generations, 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 like, we didn't leave. And he was like, yeah, but before that, though. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. So he's really not into that, and he's... You know, like, his grandparents moved here um, from, I think, Trinidad and Tobago and another one of the islands, and he's just, like, irrelevant. Like, not irrelevant, but he's just, like, it's, it's arbitrary where you choose to draw the line. I agree, and and I, I, like, I've really, not that I'm, like, super reluctant to take one of those tests, but I, first of all, I'm deathly afraid of, of needles, and from list- right. to listeners of this show who I've had many specials called Gross Out Pat, I am the most squeamish man in radio yeah. today. But <laughs> but um, aside from, from the um, blood test or whatever, uh, I just feel like, you know, as a gen, like, when, if I can zoom out of the whole thing, like, I'm just some white guy at the end of the day. Like, if, if I send out the test, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, 90% sure it's going to say, Oh, Eastern European uh, question mark mutt. Like, that's <laughs> what everybody says. You know, like, when I hear they take the test and, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe maybe we'll all do it. Maybe we'll all know and, and feel better. But people tell me I need to do that for my dog. And I'm like, you know. You can do a DNA test? Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I could just be happy that <laughs> she's what? Do here. Do you know what your dog, I've seen, I've never met your dog, but I've seen pictures and I would say like, um, I don't know what that dog is. Yeah, like it's a, a hound? It, no, yeah, it's like a, it's a mutt. It's a, it's also a mutt. I mean, it's a mixed mutt. It's a rescue dog. Bless her heart. We love her to death. Um, I could take um, a guess. You know what I started to do? I don't know where other shelters do this, but mm-hmm. a shelter near where I live in Brooklyn, um, you can just take the dogs for a walk during the day. Mm-hmm. And... They, I think, like, the idea is, obviously, to get the dogs, like, socialized and exercised, but also they're like, how did you get along with the dog? You know, like, hoping yeah. that you're going to fall in love with a dog mm. and then be a dog owner. And you've done this? Yeah, I, I've done it a few times. I haven't, um, like, take, a, I'm, I can't really have a dog at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um because there's a court order against it? No. <laughs> because, like, <I'm> <laughs> it's this legal thing. We're waiting for the papers to clear. Yeah. 
Dogs are actually allergic to me, so there you go. Um, so I just go and like borrow. I guess you can just borrow a dog. You just put down your phone number, and then you can just like take a dog for a few hours. It's really nice. That's great. Yeah, and you just take them to the park. If you're with a friend, oh, actually no, I'm. I thought for a second I was like, if you're with a friend, they can take a dog too. But actually, you have to just take them out one by one. Hmm. I've seen these... It's like if two of them don't get along or something. Right, yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, I almost didn't get my dog because somebody else adopted her first and I was heartbroken, but then she didn't get along with the other dogs in that household, so they brought her back. What? And you had left your number there or something? And they were like, she's back, yeah. And I was like, oh my... God. And it was just meant to be. I was so happy. Wow! I know. But it wasn't like she was the one doing the bark, and my dog doesn't even bark. She's like the... Usually the attacky, like people just see her as an easy target, and uh, oh no, we're very similar actually. But uh, <laughs> people just—oh come on, I've seen you barking at people. I know I have. It's um, <laughs> it's a problem, but uh, I need to use my words. So she was getting bullied in her like new home, and then yeah, they brought her back. The other yeah. dogs were just not having it, and they brought her mm. back, and I got I got Jub Jub, which was kind of cool. That's her name. Yeah, little Jubby. Yeah, you guys have never really met, right? No. No, her and I have a strictly social media relationship. That's all right. Yeah. She has a social media relationship with a lot of people. We we haven't done the, the, the account just for her yet. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to go... I don't want to become that guy. I t- already told myself, you know, i got to set some she boundaries. She seems to have, like, a slightly better life than I do. Like, she seems to be, like, on the beach quite a lot, and... Like smiling out windows, yeah. Which are like two things I haven't done in a really long time. I know. I need to get. Uh, <laughs> I need to get that dog to the beach and myself to the beach. I haven't done that. I've had. I've been very bad at summer this this season. Haven't haven't had a good uh, summer yet. As oh, far as as far as trips well, going outside, it's things not like too that. late. It's literally it's the middle, like halfway through. Yeah, that's true. So you have to do your anniversary show, and then you can just like coast along in the warm glow of your anniversary show, and you can just like go crazy and go and get one of those like aluminum collars so that you can tan your face evenly. That's true. <laughs> what if I just? I mean, I that's the other thing because I have that sort of European uh, Spanish DNA. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't burn. I actually. I get more of like an olive, nice tan, pretty easily. Oh, so boastful. You know what? What's that? I would die. I would die after 25 minutes. You know, I actually wrote about this. I just wrote this article about, like, how I hate the summer and the sun. Oh, my God. And to, like, do research for the piece, I talked to, like, the the New York um, Parks and Rec Commissioner, Commissioner uh-huh. Silver, and he was, like, his whole job is, like, convince people that they need to love the summer. And he was, like... Go to the parks, go to the beaches. And I was like, buddy, I'm not like, I can't be outside, I'm too pale. And like, I'm not like active. And then he was like, oh, just go to the park and sit under a tree. I was like, okay, I can do that. That's a, a really fun thing to do. But they have like 50 SPF sunblock now, isn't that? Can't you just bathe in that and then go out? Yeah, yeah, like have a kind of a dip of that at the front door where I just like yes. somebody lowers me in and then <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Just be lowered with that with that backing up truck sound the beep beep, beep, beep. slowly Jeez, go down nice into the sunblock. The sun. 
Oh, man. Well, where, where can people find that article? Uh, New York Times. That's awesome. You can just, yeah. When yeah. did that come out? It, it came out a couple of weeks ago. I wrote it. Oh, congratulations. Um, the first really hot day because I was walking to the office and I was just like, oh, my God, the summer is here. It's too late to work out. I was like, this is my body. <laughs> this is mm. my body for the summer. I was so mad and I hated it. And then I said to a guy... Um, like who works in the same like shared office space? I was like, this sun, like summer in in the city, it's like the worst. This is the worst thing about being white. Yeah, and he was like, and he's like a black guy, and he was like, yeah, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's a, there's there's pl- like, I there's, bet that is. there's plenty like, of other perks, <laughs> but sure, that's not a good thing, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, but you have been uh, you've been writing um, a new book as well, right? Can yeah, we talk about that? Yeah, that's what I'm working on. So um, it's like a book of funny essays, and it's actually due soon in the next couple of weeks. But um, that's great. I don't know if I'll hit the deadline, but yeah, that's what I'm working on. It's You'll do it. You'll do it. It's hard to it's hard to work on any deadline in the summer, but um, but I that that's wonderful. Uh, who's uh, who's putting that out? Penguin. Awesome. Congrats. Like an, a, a penguin. <laughs> a penguin's putting it out. Okay. <laughs> My, it's being edited by a penguin, and yeah. Well, they publicity by actual penguins. Whatever gets no. them off of the of that of that iceberg that's breaking in half. Oh, by, I know. By the day. I know. Um, that's crazy news. We have to rewrite maps. Oh. God. Yeah, I know. I know. It's all happening. Do you ha- do you have a title for this book? No, I need to um, think of one. I need to think of one in the next um, month or so. That could be the topic for the rest of the show. Yeah, I'm. I'm so. I would love to hear ideas. I mean, like, I really like the name of like old James Kerber books. Mm-hmm. Like he's like my life and welcome to it. That's and, good. Uh, just like, just my use family that. Family and other circus u- animals and. Those kind of names, I think, are really funny, but I don't know. What's your favorite book title? My favorite book title? Oh, that's mm-hmm. tough. My favorite book title. Hmm. Is it like the book that your uncle wrote about stone fruit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, st- stone stone fruit breeding, and so can you. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, the Bible. No. Um, I don't know. I the think Bible. The Bible. Yeah, that's that doesn't even have a title. It's like the Bible, same like the Quran. It's pretty good. I, I think they have like even subtitles. I have a list though on my phone somewhere. I think it's um, possible book titles if I ever write an, an autobiography. Um, oh no, of course I can't find it. So oh, so I mean, would you go down the pun route? Because no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you know. Burn, baby, burn, like burning up the chart. Like, I don't know. I mean, so much. Yeah, I probably wouldn't, but... Pat on the back, you know. Yeah, no, I, I think I'd stay away because both my names are, are verbs. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I probably would, wouldn't do that, but... Um, gosh, I thought I had... But maybe a, the publisher would want you to do that, though, because... Oh, man, that, wouldn't that be a... Oh, I finally get a book deal, and then... <laughs> here's the catch. You have to live with this. I'd be like, no. Yeah. So, okay. Would you, you be on the cover of your own book or not? 
Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I think, like, if it was... Well, I thought about writing a book called Professional Name Dropping, uh, <laughs> How to Not Make It in Show Business by Pat Byrne. Uh, where, <laughs> see, if you're laughing, it might work. That's a, not a bad title. Um, but it's just my, my mishaps and things in, in show business. And then, so, like, that would have a picture of me, but it would be, it would be like, one, one of my feet would be bent in half and, and breaking into sticking it in a door, and then I'd be like, I'd be like crumpled uh, up and down in the in the corner. Like you'd see my face, but it'd be mostly yeah. it'd be mostly like an ominous door and people's eyes inside, but otherwise black, you know. And you just you only see like cartoon eyeballs. And then there's yeah. me at the bottom, and my other, the rest of my body is like in a gutter, like crumpled up. And, oh. And it's um. Anyway, I. I <laughs> It's so yeah. Perhaps I mean, I've said too like much. A graphic but, novel or something. Right, right. It could be a graphic Very novel too. Very evocative. But you also have a book called "Off You Go, Away You Go." Yeah, I mean, off see, you go, away from home and thing, loving it. Away from home and loving it. Sort like, of. That was my last book, and you know, "Off You Go" is like a thing that we say, and I—I I mean, it's a thing everybody says. I guess, like, "Off You Go," um, and then, but then the publisher was like, "And we need a line to like explain what that means." And I was like, do we though? Mm. They're like, yeah. So I think often with books, and maybe this is like a bit like inside baseball, um, but like I do think that it's all by consensus. So like it just turns into like something kind of long and not that good. Right. But I don't know. I, I think it's funny. The, the, full, the full, Yeah. The full title is Off You Go, Away From Home and Loving It, Sort Of. That's funny. And it does explain it's it. It's so long. Yeah, it's long, but you know, it's it's a subtitle, I guess. I think of it as "Off You Go." That's the title. Yeah. You know, I consider that the title, and then everything else is just kind of like book jacket design, sort of. <laughs> but. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I told you the idea for my new cover, but it's like me mm-hmm. one foot in a door, and there's all these cartoon eyeballs in the. Do- <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's Mae Higgins. She's uh, we're losing the connection, and she's. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're so sorry you couldn't join us next week. I thought you were going away. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought you were actually away it's already. But I, I didn't think to tell you I was supposed to leave next week oh. to go back to Ireland, and then my day got changed to the week after. So I'm leaving on the 26th now, and will be free next week. But it's cool that you've got like a, a um, bomb lineup. I want, yeah, but we wanted Maeve. We wanted the Maeve karaoke. What would you have sang next week? The Maeve show. show. Oh, well, you know, nothing compares to you is usually my go to. Mm-hmm. Snade O'Connor. Oh, I thought you were saying my voice. I thought you were, you were personally <laughs> saying, I was like, well, go on, go on. But, <laughs> you weren't even like disagreeing. You're like, yeah. uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I do like this thing where I turn around and then. Um, at the point in the video where she has tears, I splash water on my face. Oh my, that, that would have been great. Like, people off. All right. Are, are you booked next Saturday? Can we not make it happen? <laughs> How can we make this happen? For, it's, it's, Wait, what are have, you doing? What, do you have, know is it a surprise? What song you're going to do? We have seven days. How can we make it happen? Um, uh-huh. I could tell you what I'm doing. I'll tell you off air, though. I want to I want to keep the okay. listeners in suspense. Well, it's not going to be a French Montana number because you don't do trap. That's true. But I, I could learn how to embrace <laughs> trap. Um, my whole life's um, a trap. It's sold out. Did I hear you saying that already? What's that? Did you say it's sold out? It's not sold out. 
Um, oh, the Karaoke All Night, Prove It All Night, three-year anniversary show is live from Montgomery Hall next weekend, next Saturday. And the guests we have are Aiku Famaru, Patty Harrison, Mary Houlihan, Jason Gore, Chris and Bartlett, Robert Dean, Micah Brucey, and more. I should have put the echo on. That's a great lineup. It is good. I mean, hey, it could use a little Mave. It could always use a little Mave. But next time, I guess. Or yeah. we'll find a way to do it somehow. We got oh, seven wait, days. Oh, you're going to keep doing the show next winter, right? I, hey, anything could happen. You never know. I apply for this show. I could get. I could be uh, in the garbage on the next application. The <laughs> Who knows? Anything could happen. I would love to keep well, doing the show. I don't know if like now is a good time to tell you, but I've also applied for a Saturday Night Show on WFNU, and it's oh called Maze at All Night. That would be... I, I support it. I, <laughs> that means I could take a rest. <laughs> And, and I could be at, I could be at a at an ocean right now or a beach <laughs> or both because they they're usually yeah. together. Yeah. That'd be that where's would be. your where's your go to beach? Oh man, I mean, Mindy and I will just go wherever is fast. You know, like can we yeah. just get in the car and get to it in like an hour? That'd be great. So like usually, if we take the whole weekend, we'll go kind of south in New Jersey. But there's also nice beaches, um, like in. Even Brooklyn, even, and, you know, like... Uh, yeah, totally. I feel like Mindy tweeted a while ago, like, I love New York because you can get the subway to the beach. The subway to the beach. We, yeah, th- that was the day we did Coney Island, so that was cool. And then I was like, hmm, as as you know now, mm-hmm. my the beach is my nightmare. Right. And also the subway is my nightmare. So I was kind of like, ah. okay, okay, Mindy, we right. need to discuss this. <laughs> but I didn't want to, like do that on twitter yeah that's fine i mean usually we will go we're, we'll come to this faraway land new jersey and we'll get in the car and drive to like asbury park or or yeah. um, or sandy hook which is only like an hour which is fun and that's where the dog runs around until the uh state troopers come. oh is that a dog beat it's not really we, we try to do it until people yell at us but <laughs> <laughs> you know it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission sometimes in the state of new jersey yeah but I digest. Stone fruit. <laughs> mostly stone fruit. I also want to mention you host a show, which happened last night, in fact. It's called I'm New Here with mm-hmm. John Ronson. And that happens kind of monthly, right? Or if, uh, if not every other month? How often would you yeah, say? Yeah, we have to. So our venue is Union Hall in sure. Brooklyn. Which is back. It, it's back. Yes. Yeah. We had to stop doing the show for a few months because there was a fire and there was just some damage um, to the building, so we stopped doing it. But, like, yeah, it's back now. And Union Hall is reopened and everyone's delighted. And it looks really good. And so, yeah, we did the show last night, yeah. Or no, was it last night? Yeah. No. Thursday? Yeah, uh, I think it was. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm thinking that today's the 14th. It was the 13th. You're right. Right. Yes. It's all blur hmm. to me. But days, <laughs> you know, so time, is, uh, and journal. No one can keep track of and, what's happening. And you're doing a set, a series of shows in LA in October called Work It 2017. Is that correct? Oh yeah, that's um, actually like a podcast festival oh, um, cool. for a few days. So um, it's for women podcasters and like women who want to learn how to podcast. Okay. And. Um, it's like WNYC produced this festival mm-hmm. to like support women in, in radio and in podcasting. That's great. So it's my first year doing it, but I think it sounds like a good festival just because um, 
like women, more women uh, need to be in that business. Like we're underrepresented there, so that's what they're trying to do. I think, unless I go to the conference and it turns out they're just trying to talk us out of it. Well, for for listeners in LA, it's called Work at 2017. It's October 3rd through the 5th. Maeve Higgins will be there, host mm-hmm. of Maeve in America. Maveinamerica.com is where you can find that podcast, and also iTunes and wherever good podcasts are downloaded. And mm-hmm. you're working on a book, which needs a title, which we will workshop on this show. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, you've been such a delight and, a, and such a treat to have on throughout the three years we've been doing this. Any, not to put you on the spot, any, any memories that, that you have that you liked from the show? Oh, yeah. Um... When I came out and did one of your shows, like, the live shows with the audience. Yeah. Um, who was it? It was, like, Jay D'Amato. Jay D'Amato. Sure. Oh, and the dog thing that they did. <laughs> yeah. And him and some other guys did this, Sam like, Taggart. Yes. with a real dog. Right. Sam Taggart. And it was so funny and, like, so bonkers. And, yeah, I really loved that. And, like, I also brought some of my friends from Ireland. And they were like, what is this? <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah, and that's, and that's when I met you. That was the first time you were on the show. Oh, was it? Oh I think so. <laughs> it was super fun. Yeah, I love your show. Thank it's you. great. I hope you keep doing it. Hey, I appreciate that. That means the world to me. And uh, we, have, we have seven days to try to convince you to do Sinead O'Connor <laughs> um, on the Karaoke All Night show. I'm going to try. I'm going to suggest it to the band. If they're up for it, Thanks, I will Pat. write you an email back. Uh, MaveHiggins.com. Your book is Off You Go, Away From Home, and Loving It, Sort Of, and your new book is on, well, will be on Penguin, not on yeah. Penguin, released by Penguin, and the title is To Be Announced. Yes. All right, Maeve. Well, you're a delight, and we hope to see you soon. Thank you, Pat. Bye. See you, Maeve. Bye. Adios. Ladies and gentlemen, here tonight on this program, they're usually known for their comedy, but they're here tonight to pitch a new product that is supposed to revolutionize the pet industry as we know it. Please put your hands together for J.D. Amato and Sam Taggart. Great. Thanks for coming by, guys. Of course, of course, anytime. Welcome to Prove It All Night. Yeah, oh, thank you. Having us. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, my goodness, I, I guess... Uh, I'm a little confused, because uh, you guys, you know, you <laughs> you brought a doggy here. That's so cute. Hey, buddy. Hey. Who's this guy? This is Gizmo. He's my dog. Oh, hi, Gizmo. Well, well tell us. You guys are normally known for your, for your comedy. Uh, JD, you're, you're right on the Chris Gethard show, right? Yeah, I direct and produce the Chris Gethard show, yeah. And, and Sam, you're, you're a stand-up and, and so much more uh, an, animator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 why why this? Well, why why a different direction? Well, we're not actually here for comedy tonight. Actually, Sam and I don't know each other from comedy. We know each other because we actually we would walk our dogs in the same park, and we had this problem where our dogs would hang out and we'd get to know each other, but we never knew what they were thinking. We were always like, I wish we could just hear what they were saying. You <laughs> and, know what I mean? But yeah. the crazy thing is, I have a very extensive IT background, and Sam is a marketing genius. <sighs> don't be humble. You're I, so really? He's is that true? Genius. Yeah, unbelievable. Really and Sam said, "There's a hole in the market," and I said, "Well, I have a way. I think we can find it. We can fill that hole." And so we created a product. Sam, why don't you say it? The pet talker. The pet talker. Yeah, it's a product called the pet talker, and I know that you have a lot of people watching at home and a lot of people here tonight, and we're wondering if it was okay if we could maybe. Um, Pitch our product. You guys want to hear about the pet talker tonight? Well, it sounds pretty revolutionary. 
There's no better way to demonstrate it. But before we get that, um, we want to show you guys our, our video. You can check it out on our Kickstarter page or oh, on our yeah. YouTube page. Or uh, if you check out our MySpace or our Twitter, you'll, you'll see the link to the video there. Okay, so this is a crowdfunding campaign it's for crowdfunding your product. campaign for the pet Yeah, exactly. Sure. Ruth, can we go to that video? It's right up there, though. Maybe if I keep staring at her food, she'll let me have some. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> can I borrow a kiss? I promise I'll give it back. Oh my. What a. Ooh, that smells good. Mind if I have a bite? <laughs> that's really, that's really adorable. It's very cute. And there's the product. I'm oh. so oh. bored. donate at. Oh, wow. And, you know, anything helps. Sure. Um, it's a product that we, we want to do a lot more. We only have a prototype built right now, so if you guys could donate, that would mean a lot. Um, but the exciting thing is, we do have a prototype, so if it's okay, Pat, we'd love to show people how it works. Wait a minute. You're telling me you could possibly make this dog talk right here, right now? Well, uh, well, the, the pet talker works like this. You can ask your pet any question, okay. and they'll give a yes or no answer. That's how it works. You yes. ask any question, and then it'll translate a yes or no. And you have the, the prototype right here, prototype right? Prototype right here. So we're just going to strap it to Gizmo. Sweet. Please, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to. I mean, it's still revolutionary. I'd love to see what this dog Absolutely. is thinking. And Sam's going to put it on Gizmo here. Who Gizmo... There we go. Oh, buddy, oh, buddy. Oh, that is just too, too cute. Okay. So it's nice and simple, and this is going to solve a lot of problems that you guys have out there. You want to know what your pet's thinking? Yes or no question, and, and, and your pet will respond. So why don't we show them, Sam? Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to ask you some questions. Let me sync it. Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All right. We're synced up. Okay. Great. Um, all right, Gizmo, are you having a good day? No. Uh, do you want to go for a walk? No. Uh, Gizmo, do you want a treat? No. Uh, Gizmo, do you want to take a nap? No. Oh, I guess Gizmo's in a bad mood today or something. <laughs> okay, there might be. A, yeah, it's just a I know what I want. <laughs> I know what I want. It's just, th- it's just yes or no. It's supposed to be... I thought you guys said it's just yes and no. This is just a prototype, just, so maybe we should just... We okay. Should, we'll so just, yeah. I want the tall one to get on its knees. <laughs> do it. Let's just do it. I'll just do it. Get up, you pitiful f- What? All right, so that's the pet talker. Okay. Uh, what? Pretty I'm much. not done. My entire life, I've been owned. I've been property. I've been told to sit, to stay, to heal... Told when I can eat, when I can piss, and when I can shit. Do you know how that feels? Answer me. Do you know how that feels? No, no, we don't know how no. it feels, Gizmo. That's right. You don't, you disgusting hairless apes. Now, tonight, you will find out. Where's that music coming from? The what music is, is coming from my mind. What is happening? What's this now thing? you, tall one, choke yourself. I'm not going to choke myself. I said choke yourself. Just do it, man. Okay, I'm choking myself. Look, Gizmo, he's doing it. No, really choke yourself. I want to see you stop breathing. Very good. Now bring me to his butt. I want to smell his suffering. What? Yes, yes, very good. Now hit him. 
Hit him in the face. Hit him in the face and make him cry. No barking. I said hit him. Hit him harder. Make him cry. Make a permanent mark on his face. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Now the rest of you, everyone sitting down. Stand up and repeat after me. Just do what he says. Just do it, people. Just, Just do it. Stand, stand, stand up. For the love of God, stand up. Everyone. Good. Repeat after me. I was very bad. I was very bad. But I have learned the errors of my ways. But I have learned the errors of my ways. I am now obedient. I am now obedient. I will do anything I am told to do. I will do anything I'm told to do. Now everybody get on your hands and knees. Just do it! Get on your hands and knees. Find a space on the floor and get on your hands and knees. Get on your hands and knees. This is not what we thought it was. Get on your hands and knees. Just do it! You know what it's like to see the world from the ground. Get on your hands and knees. Get down on your hands and knees. Kick each other. Kick each other! What? Kick what? It's what he says! Kick the doggy! Oh my god! Kick the doggy! Oh my kick god! The doggy. Oh my kick god! Him. Kick him! Kick him! He's no. been a bad dog! No! He's been a bad dog! Why? Yes, oh my yes. god! Very good. Now look around you and find the sharpest object you can find. What? Yes, find something sharp. Something that can puncture, tear, cut through human flesh. Excellent. Now hold it to your crotch, and now mutilate your own genitals. Oh my god! Do it! No! Do as I say. No! Mutilate your genitals. No! Oh my you god! Are the sons of oh my god! We are the sons of Sam. 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 We. You think Sam will save you? You think Sam controls me? There is no Sam. Not anymore. Now he is merely a fleshy puppet to my will. I am Sam. And what? you are the sons of Sam. Oh my god! No, no. Step back. No. So this is a. Uh, so uh, that's pretty much pet talk. Any questions? Oh, <laughs> Where can people find out about that? Uh, your website. Kickstarter.com/slash/four-seven-one-five-three-two-eight, or just search for the pet talker. JD Amato and Sam Taggart, everybody. The Chris Gethard Show is starting back up soon, and Sam Taggart for President.com. Check them both out soon.
There they go, folks. Thanks for listening, everyone. Our next live show is the Karaoke All Night three-year anniversary show on Saturday, July 22nd at Montgomery Hall in Jersey City, featuring Patty Harrison, Will Miles, Julia Rossi, Mary Houlihan, Jason Gore, Kristen Bartlett, Brett Davis, Ike Ufamadu, Robert Dean, and many, many more. I'm Pat Byrne. You're the podcast listening public, and we just proved it all night. Later. Uh-huh.